Hi, everybody. Welcome. It is Monday night, so that means it's time for another Yard Sign. Uh, your host, as always, Johnny Torres. Thank you so much for watching whenever, wherever you may be doing so or listening. Don't forget, we do have the audio version of our podcast anywhere and everywhere. You may be looking for it. Uh, lots to talk about. Great topics tonight and a great guest as well. Uh, so we'll get into who's joining us for tonight's show in just a minute. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget, you can sign up, subscribe uh, while we're still allowed to uh, over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, uh, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and Samsung podcast platforms. You can find the audio version of our podcast there. But if you'd like to see our lovely faces, you can do so at Facebook and YouTube, and you can catch all our episodes there as well. Uh, don't forget, we're also streaming live to Clubhouse right now. If you'd like to join the conversation, uh, search Johnny Torres on Clubhouse or the Yard Sign, uh, and you'll see our room there as we are live on Clubhouse. And uh, you can call in and uh, chime in on tonight's topics. Uh, what are those topics you may ask? Well, here we go. CNN in collapse. Uh, they are just having a horrible year as uh, fallout continues from the Cuomo, uh, the Cuomo scandals. Um, and uh, so we'll, we'll get into the latest on that because it is getting good. Uh, also canceled culture. Um, it is the monster that has now decided to come back and eat its owner. Uh, Whoopi Bol Goldberg uh, going down. <laughs> it's not even her real name. Uh, going down for uh, some comments she made on The View. Uh, the Xi Jinping Olympics, because uh, really that's what they are. They're not the Chinese Olympics. Um, we'll talk about all the drama going on there and uh, uh, why uh, nobody's going to be watching them. Uh, just like the Summer Olympics. Uh, and tech overlords attack as we continue to see more of these tech companies uh, take political stances uh, in situations around the country. We see them, uh, again, taking the wrong side of the issues time and time again. We'll talk about where that's happening, why it's happening uh, later on in tonight's show. So now it's time to go to the big table and introduce today's guests. Um, thank you, as always, for joining me from left to right, Anibal David Cabrera. Hey, sir. Oh, no, it's always What's the my point? Fault. What's the point? What's the point? Oh, look at that. It's It works. Technology. Just go home. Mm. <laughs> you told me to be here. <laughs> and you yelled at me for being seven minutes late. That's right. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. Recovering from Gasparilla. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, uh, you know, and then you like went and did Orlando stuff and you did. Uh, yeah. You yeah. Know. It's been it's been a hectic like 72 hours, a lot of traveling. But this time of year in Tampa, it's always like that. It's just oh tons gosh. of events, tons of things going on. Because Gasparilla, most people who, if it's, you're not from Tampa, you don't months, realize. Two to three months. It's yeah, just exactly. nothing but nonstop partying, nonstop events, nonstop charities. Because well, we got the marathon coming up. We What's got the, a marathon? The, well, I don't know. I've, I've never, I mean, I've heard of one. I mean, I've never been in one. I've seen people wake up that early, but I don't. I've never seen them wake up that early because I'm never up that early. <laughs> so I've, I've heard of the rumor that you typically have to get up early for this sort of thing. I had no idea I was the third <laughs> stooge tonight. I, I, I've been duped. But um, we also got the Festival of the Arts, which is my favorite. Uh, I love the Gasparilla Festival of the Arts. I like the movie festival. I'm not, I like it's it. Never been. It's a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. But oh, um, one of our good friends, David Leatherwood, had a, uh, a movie. Uh, premiere really at the, at the Gasparilla uh, movies when uh, I think maybe this is pre-COVID <laughs> now oh, okay. now that's how time works right, right right but it was I think it was a few years before COVID right now it's like PC you know it's kind of like B BC and AC and anyways <laughs> I was waiting for you to get there <laughs> <laughs> by the way our in the center chair ladies and gentlemen joining it doesn't us matter. Is, uh, no 
That beautiful face right there is Scott Levinson, a candidate for county commissioner, District 1. Uh, always uh, glad to have you here in the room. And uh, uh, give us a little update. How are things going? How are the, the phones ringing? Thanks. thanks. Uh, yeah, the telethon's going good. Uh, okay. Um, we, we are bowling for dollars. Okay. Um, we're, we're just kicking off our our big push on fundraising we have our campaign kickoff coming up cool and um we're just getting really cranked up um last time it, it was a long haul and i think we've learned a lot True. and and understand that it's it's pace and but i'm excited um I guess I'm one of the the few that truly enjoy getting out and speaking with people, knocking doors. Well, you've I, been doing it I for mean, so long. I mean, with with yeah. with the football organization you belong to, you know. I mean, you had to engage. Used to belong to. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you uh, you had to engage with hundreds of people every single weekend. Right. I mean, and, and and I can't imagine how exhausting that might be, but great preparation to run for office like you're doing it, it is and i and i think it's just i enjoy people and and i enjoy the 99 not that i don't enjoy the upper one percent but <laughs> but i really enjoy the 99 percent that are out there in the streets that are walking in your malls and your grocery stores because they have opinions too and yep. I think so many times in campaigns, and me and my huggable buddy over here uh, <laughs> will we'll, uh, uh, go back and forth at times about this, but there are people out there that might not have the ways or the means, but they have problems. They have voices. Yep. And I would like to think that I could give them that avenue, that channel, that other politicians overlook because they might not be able to fund this or fund that. Well, I think there are also people that, you know, maybe initially, you know, some of these county commissioners, some of these other elected officials, you know, had ties to the community in that way. But over time, I think like anything, like even with Anibal and I, you know, we've been at this political stuff now for well over a decade, um, if not longer. And you do eventually have to remind yourself that you're kind of in a bubble like you're not you you your perspective and the activities and the people you surround yourself with aren't the way they used to be you know at the, especially at the community level like the people that well, you would engage with at the youth football league no and i see that but i want to make sure and whether i'm the first or i'm just one of many i want to make sure that i'm not that Right. And I stay that that bubble Grounded. doesn't form around me yeah. because I, I just believe that people in the streets deserve the same attention and the same voice as people donating hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and giving money to, to certain causes, even our, 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 our county giving money to, to, areas that only one two percent of the community sure. can even enjoy yeah the upper echelon of, right you know right. i mean uh you know again we had louis Vieira in here city councilman who uh you know very 
loudly opposed um, the $25 million that the city is going to give to the Strauss Center. I, I not only oppose it, I, I'm not so sure um, it's, it's something that should have even happened in the littlest bit. There are too many people involved in it. There, it's too much insider yeah it's too much this person on that board that person on this board and well, and it's already a world-class it, facility it, well not only that but how many people in hillsborough county use it mm -hmm. and right. can afford to use it mm -hmm. yeah. now you want to give someone 25 million dollars 50 million dollars fine then let's sell tickets to the plays. Let's have one or two nights when Cats is here, oh, and God. that ticket's going to cost you. I don't know. I just threw Cats out there, <laughs> but but or Les Mis. I like Les Mis. Oh, I, I love Les Mis. Les Mis. There you go. All That's right, true. but it's a hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah. How about you know it's the community's tax dollars. Right. I think we forget that sometimes when it goes someplace like the Stras, which is so handpicked. Um, I, it's community, so why can't we have one or two nights where Les Mis is $5 a ticket? Sure. Where if we talk about extending culture in the Hillsborough County and the city and at large, then involve the people that normally could not afford it. Find right. a way to give them that no, same and I, opportunity. I love when the Florida Orchestra does Pops in the Park. I love when Opera Tampa does Opera in the Park. You know, I think those are great programs. But you're right, to justify the amount of tax dollars that we are giving them they need to be doing a lot more of that sort of I mean, uh, outreach i know we're off track a little bit but another perfect example splash pads yeah some people love them some people I hate them. them i i and most do but answer me this question why are most of the splash pads in the neighborhoods where every two out of three houses have swimming pools and people can afford to go to Avenger Island and go to these. Sure. Why aren't we putting point. these splash pads in the areas that are lower socioeconomic? Yeah. Why? Because they don't have the commissioner's ear. Well, and I would say maybe the park across the, uh, across the river here, um, I'm, I'm forgetting the name. Cascading. No, um, right there on 275. Julian B. Lane. Julian B. Lane. That's probably the exception. The exception. Well, but that's a downtown showpiece. Yeah. Sure. I'm talking about the areas where most people never see yep. because they're told don't go there. Yeah, East Tampa, mm -hmm. perfect example. Right. And those are the areas that need the most help. Yeah. And if we talk about the equality and all those buzzwords, yeah. then you know what, commissioners? then live where your mouth is and do what you say. Right. No, because like I'm sure the pool itself for Springs probably hasn't been touched in probably 30 years. Um, um, it, it was worked yeah. on, but it's just like, you know, like I said, I, I, I want to see equity. All our tax dollars is going into that little bubble you're talking right. about. Yeah. And that bubble needs to be popped. Well, because I think oftentimes what we see is that these city council people, even county commissioners, certainly mayors, we saw it, uh, especially with Buckhorn, it's all about their legacy, right? Um, it's all about what they want to say that they had their thumbprint on that they left behind for the for the following generations. You know, and I think that's why it gets involved. That's why 
Julian B. Lane became that downtown showpiece because, right. you know, again, that was part of Buckhorn's legacy. You know, he wanted to make these all these parks happen so that, you know, he could say, well, look at everything I did in Tampa, and, you know, instead of focusing again on the things that people don't see, and, like infrastructure. And I agree. And before I get all these calls, oh, what do you know? You weren't you weren't poor growing up. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I was I, I led a very very nice life growing up my parents had very nice things but they also taught me humility and they also taught me how to give back right and i chose that way of life and in my and i have a saying and then we'll move on because you got me rolling but <laughs> but i need money to live i don't live for money Right. And I think too many politicians do. And it's about time that real people have a chance and a say. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. I'm off my soapbox now. <laughs> you can uh, learn more about his campaign as you see right there on the screen. VoteScottLevinson.com. That's VoteScottLevinson.com. Uh, and again, he's going to join us for tonight's show as we dive into tonight's first topic, which is CNN uh, in collapse as uh, we continue to see fallout. You know, what a lot of people don't realize is that this Jeff Zucker uh, resignation, and he was the head of the network, um, had been for well over a decade, um, came at the heels of the investigation that's currently going on into the firing of Chris Cuomo. Um, now, there's a rumor that Chris Cuomo may have already received or is about to receive a large payout uh, because uh, he says that he was wrongfully fired. Um, now, the reason why CNN is probably more excited about writing a check is because um it avoids the discovery process. It avoids going into a legal battle. So through arbitration, everybody gets a little bit of money and everybody goes their separate ways. And then, you know, I'm sure eventually he'll uh, backtrack on it and write a tell-all book. Um, but, you know, obviously CNN has been struggling um, since Trump departed office. They were struggling before Trump came into office and then went right, right back to struggling when Trump left office, um, do do we see maybe a future without CNN, or do you guys think that this new, um, you know, uh, I don't know if he's he, he's just a an investor or if he's the head of the Discovery Network, you know, that again, you know, is has threatened to get CNN back to its news roots. You know, is is are they going to be able to save this network, or or is it you know, is that ship sailed? That's okay. Nebel's uh, doing something else. Over there. Um, I'm just doing financial reporting. So, yeah. uh, I will say this. From what I have read on the the uh, financials of the now parent company, Discovery, the individual that you're talking about, that's probably the loudest voice in regards to it, has about maybe 2% of uh, shares. So he doesn't have majority. He can't really do much. But he's on the board. So he's one of 15. So he has a lot of influence on the board. He has a lot of, a lot of money. He can do a lot. I think right now we all and I knew. think he was a CNN founder, wasn't he? <clears throat> no, the founder was oh, well, I know it was Ted Turner. Yeah, I don't think he was. A, I think he was friends with Ted Turner. I think he invested with okay. Ted Turner. I don't think he was a, a, the main guy. But I will say this: I think the 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 previous CEO was already on the way out by the end of this year. Is what they said, right? And so eventually he was going to move on. This is 
this is not the reason why they're giving the reason why he resigned is not the real reason that yeah. there's no way that's the well, real reason. but 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 that reason being that he was having an inappropriate relationship and had been for a long time with the executive vice president of communications um both of them had actually divorced their significant others because of this relationship some years ago um apparently when jeff zucker was at abc tried to get her hired there that didn't work when he got the job at cnn his first hire was this woman who again for some reason had has yet to marry you know but they'd been having this relationship which apparently was the worst kept secret in new york according to you oh, know sources they were going we to shows into into sporting events together right. sitting together is the, is the thing you want to hear some cheese man you know, so they're trying to well, anyways, but they're trying to play it off like, 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 like he's the bigger man here for resigning over a relationship that he was having. And she's but still at the, she's still at the. At what's the, the cheese? So the cheese man is that they both orchestrated huh. to move into the same building. Oh yeah. With their families before they got divorced. Right. And we're still having having affairs in the same building, which is like I think is phenomenal. And then once they got caught is when they had to move out of the, the building. Gotcha. And so, yeah, everyone in CNN knew about it. That's why it makes no sense when you see Brian Stelzer like basically crying on CNN because their leader for all this time, literally he's like, he looks like he's getting emotional. He's like, I can't believe this happened. Like this was completely off guard. I'm like, you had no idea. You are in charge of like media integrity at right. cnn and you had no idea yeah well and apparently you know zucker made it a point to stay very close to his talent yes you know which is why they're so appalled that he resigned <laughs> in this fashion but honestly like you said i think he saw the act no coming. pun intended uh, no i think i think it was that sort of thing i think he knew uh especially because of what was coming mm -hmm. from this this uh this uh owner this uh um, board member i think he saw the days were numbered and this was basically the least controversial exit that he that he could find. Oh, I don't think he got pushed out because of the the new owners. I think he got pushed out because. Well, no, no, no. He, he chose of Chris Cuomo. Right, but it was because it came up in the in in the discovery that they were already doing. No, in the Chris Cuomo investigation. Who was the chick that wrote? Who was the chick that wrote like an all inclusive okay. Okay. last year? She used to work at CNN. Uh, chick. He didn't mean chick. He meant lady, woman, woman, woman. or lady. Her her um, pronouns are he she or he she <laughs> she her Jeez. her she. Oh gosh. Uh, so once she wrote an autobiographical, and in there she name checked Zucker and the girl having an affair, and no one cared then. And you're telling me that they, they care about it now? Can here's well, first of all, well because Cuomo threatened. That he was going to kind of let all the secrets out. Yeah. Uh, okay. If, if if he didn't get a payout for the remaining, uh, the remainder of his contract. Are they married? Is is Zucker married? Not, not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. And is this woman married? No. No. So how isn't it an inappropriate? Exactly. Affair? It's not technically inappropriate. He just did uh, not disclose it from the the it, sense it, that he is her boss. Not technically, no. Yeah, because she's an executive vice president. He is the he's yeah, but it's but that's the, the that's CEO the thing. The Under C, I, I actually read the the clause. If she was like a cameraman too, then yes, it would be a problem. Or she was someone's secretary, she's a problem. But she's a C level suite individual, so technically, no, it's not so an issue. She's a she's more of a a. Um, God, what's the word? I'm thinking about it. I cannot. Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, folks. <laughs> I, no, like when you, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Again, we're talking about cancel culture. A divorced man, or 
forget the word divorce. A single man is having, we're calling it an affair. It's not an affair. It's a single man. It was an affair. It was not point. an affair. Well, yes, it was a, okay. an affair at one point. Okay, but now it's a single man and a single woman. I don't know how long they've been together. Um, how many years or whatever. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. But I do not believe that this is why he resigned. No, I, I believe this is a it's convenient excuse yes. mm-hmm. because what is wrong with him having a relationship with an eligible woman? He is protecting himself from getting tossed out yeah. by right. the by by the the new owners of the network. Now, I don't think. Um, do you want to tell me he's worried about a so cover up on other? Things. Do you want to tell me that he's aware of sexual harassment, maybe that has been brought to his attention, That's that possible. he has covered up for for people that work at the station, things like that? You're probably correct. Because I, I, I would believe that, and this is a convenient excuse. I do not believe Jeff Zucker is bailing on CNN because... He is having a relationship with this woman. I have not seen a picture of this woman. So evidently, so she is age appropriate. That's another thing. She's age appropriate. She's in the C suite with him. Right. So right. it's not what like age appropriate. He, I think she's like forty nine. Oh my god! For his age, she's age appropriate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that it wasn't like some. <laughs> I'm older than he is. Right, but it wasn't like some young secretary you know, talent that was kind of up and coming. It wasn't around. Monica Lewinsky. Legal aid. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Megan Kelly. Definitely not. Megan Kelly earlier this week or la- late last week was like, look, there is definitely a second shoe. And she's like multiple shoes to yeah. fall. So, we all know this something's going to happen. There was also a, evidently, it was a meeting with Jake Tapper and uh, I think Don Lemon and Chris Wallace talking about how they're going to move forward with this because Chris Wallace just left. A fox, yeah, thinking that he was going to have a good time at CNN, making a ridiculous amount of money. Ridic- Where are they getting all this money for something that's going to fail? <laughs> CNN. I plus. mean, I, I don't watch CNN for free, uh, much no. less going to pay for the it. The only time I ever watch CNN is when I'm in a, a, a lobby or am I going to, going airport. through the airport? Which a lot of airports don't even carry. Not them. anymore because they're so divisive. Right now it's just the weather, which is what I want to do when I'm, when I'm at yeah. the airport. I want to see what the weather is. But again, I am so excited. I could just imagine if you're like an executive at Fox News, also coming to find out more Democrats watch Fox News than CNN apparently, and MSNBC combined. Apparently, the, Tucker Carlson's <laughs> largest demographic, demographic is Democrats. Girl. Well, it's the Howard Stern. It's the people that like Howard Stern listen to him for an average of 21 minutes a day people that can't stand Howard Stern listen to him for 52 minutes a day yeah right I agree with that so there are many times when I'm listening to uh crystal ball on breaking point and I'm like I get so upset and so frustrated with her point but I listen any chance Rachel Maddow will be in going I will never listen to Rachel Maddow that woman is absolutely absurd and she's also leaving MSNBC yeah it's just to go where well, to, to, to work on it, yeah. She apparently is going to be working on a special project with John Stewart, is it? No. He's going to be directing. No, or, not, not Oliver. John. Oh, that's great. It's another. Or is it Oliver? Uh, what's his Oliver. face from uh, HBO? <laughs> what, what is this? What's this whispering going is on? Is it Oliver Stone? No, it's no, not it's Oliver, Oliver Stone. Stone. <laughs> Think of another. John Oliver in <laughs> HBO. 
Right. John Oliver, who used to be at Comedy Central. I do Super. not. Rachel Maddow has more opinions than anybody I've ever heard that are wrong. Have you ever noticed one thing about her, though? Can you email her? No. Can you text her? No. She has no way of responding to her. You know how all the most of them have their own social you, media stuff, right? If you want to, if you have any comments on the show tonight, da, 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 oh, they don't care. They don't care she what has else thinks. zero. Again, these are intellectual elitists that think that they're better than everybody else. You think you're better than me? That's right. You think you're better than me? Which camera are we on? You what, what kind of an accent is that? <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't that do, was I don't even do a, that well. was a cross between Italian and like scarface cuban it wasn't even like good cuban but like no it was like De Niro i sounded cuban. like a cuban no no you really <laughs> like al pacino can't. cuban not I even i only have one dialect that i can do wearing this scarf in the manner that i am wearing it. i don't we'll want, get to I that in a moment well part of all this uh, again you know it, and in reality it seems like it's kind of a collapse of the liberal media as uh, you know big news broke about a week ago with uh, Whoopi Goldberg making a horrible statement about the Jewish community on the view uh, ironically her last name is not Goldberg um, and but yet she continues to adopt that name uh, even as insulting as she's been uh, you know to the Jewish community and this is not the first time she's caused controversy remember when her and Ted Danson did um blackface and whiteface yes you know like years hilarious. ago anyways um so you know so, you know so they gave her a slap on the wrist they are suspending her for two weeks and hey go you know go take a little break she's not um, getting suspended she's on vacation yeah exactly you know but again it, it's but it's that sort of thing that it's they do it to the right all the time, right? Look at everybody that, oh, they they, fire that they've canceled, you know, that or, or fired yes, they, for inappropriate comments I, on the right. I mean, I, I will say this. For as, far less, by the way. Right. As a, as a, a hmm? Jew, <laughs> I will say this. Do I think she should have been disciplined? No. I don't believe in that. She had an opinion. It was a little off base. Um, I don't think she understood what Hitler's goal was to create an Aryan race. And in order to do that, you had to get rid of the Jewish race right. in his mind, along with others. Um, but I do, in her messed up vision of this... I did, I did get what she was saying. The nuance. She was saying is if you are walking by two people, mm -hmm. one is black, one is white, I have no way of knowing this one's Jewish. I understand that, but the context that she tried to relate it in by saying the well, Holocaust. nowadays, you wouldn't know if either one of them is Jewish. Well, no, but to say the Holocaust had nothing to do with the race, race, that that to me is not anti-semitic that is anti-intelligent right, and ignorant, ignorant. yeah what? uh but people I, on the view are having ignorant comments well, first ignorant, of all the fact that the that show is. exists is it well the name itself states the, the view. view this is whoopi's <laughs> view no matter how whacked it is right i want and you know kudos to sean hannity Glenn Beck, mm -hmm. they are mm -hmm. two of her biggest defenders on this. Mm -hmm. And I, I sort of agree with them. They leave her on the show 
and hopefully the ignorance will be replaced by education. But this is the thing. You can't have a nuanced conversation on on a show that's going to be that only has like three to eight minute segments. You can have that show on Joe Rogan. You can have that conversation on Joe Rogan and have it unpacked in the span of three hours. Right. And that can be done there. That's what Joe Rogan is all. That's what that kind of format is for. But then that's also you why. You can't talk about the, the Holocaust at 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, that's also why these attacks on Joe Rogan have failed. You know, because anyone who has listened to his show has realized as, as, that there is far more context that's being edited out of these conversations than right. what's what's actually being acknowledged as being offensive. Your 30-second highlight that you're seeing on CNN because they're trying to bash him for something yeah. has is is so out of content. It's mm-hmm. it's almost it's it's almost painful to watch how difficult and which has already happened again. But that's why these chickens have come home to roost because inevitably they are going to screw up as well. Mm-hmm. And for years now they've been canceling and deplatforming conservatives for things that again they deemed offensive mm-hmm. when they were and so you know but now we're supposed to take the high road and 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 say hey you know let's let's leave whoopi alone let's let's let her continue to say stupid things you know because we stand for freedom of speech and all that and i get it and i agree with that you know but the problem is is that we're never going to get that that sort of treatment i know but at the end of the day it's you you know you're not going to get it so there's but there's no reason to be that person i heard an interesting thing today about Al Franken, when we look back at what he did, mm-hmm. how trivial is all that mm-hmm. for what happened, what his ultimate punishment was? Uh, someone brought up today, if he wasn't Jewish, would he have gotten punished that hard? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. I, but again, he I think we're bringing race into something that's right. That was never meant to go into politics. Well, people have said that about me. I know, I know. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Well. Oh well, here we are. I think it's. I think this is a good time for a segue, Jonathan. Yeah. So um, again, and those I think are much more closely related as we continue to talk. We were just talking about Rachel Maddow, you know, leaving NBC for a while. MSNBC again. Nobody's even paying attention to them anymore. Nobody even talks about them anymore. Have you seen their lineup? Their ratings are in the tank. Their lineup for the evening and afternoon is dismal. And the only thing they did with the in the morning is that they increased uh, Joe. What was his name? Morning with Joe. Oh yeah. The, from three hours to four hours. So right. it's it's because ne- there's nothing else. There's right. James nothing Earl else. Jones Scarborough. even do Scarborough. the CNN voice anymore. Um, I don't know. I, I knew it was gone for a while because what a lot of people didn't know is they were actually using it. They they were using it with they had used it without his permission. And he like just kind of was cool with it, and so they kept using it. But they never actually got anything official. from official, yeah, official. And then years later, they finally I think got him to actually re-record it, and so they may still use it from time to time. But I mean, anyway, so that a boy move You know, we're going to continue <laughs> again. All this stuff comes back around. It's kind of like you know the the argument about the filibuster. You know, the Democrats were the ones who brought back the filibuster. And now, you know, they're crying wolf because they want to get rid of it. Same with this cancel culture. It's going to start taking liberals out. And they're going to then finally back off because they're realizing that it's all backfired on them. So, you know, again, you know, the, the, the aside from, you know, your establishment media, 
you know, being in a crisis along with, you know, and that includes newspapers, you know, and all the major TV networks. Um, I think you're going to continue to see that, especially with, you know, these cable news networks that have marginalized themselves into these very, very specific audiences. And the only ones that are going to survive, I think, are the ones that go back down uh, the middle. So let's get into our next topic. Again, uh, thank you, everybody, for watching The Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Uh, we had a little bit of a tech issue with Clubhouse, so I'll get that back up and running here in a second. But don't forget, uh, you can find the audio version of this podcast, if you missed any of it, over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and Samsung Podcast Platforms. Um, uh, thank you again, Scott Levinson, a candidate for Hillsborough County Commission uh, District 1. Vote Scott Levinson. Levinson.com if you want to find out more about his campaign and Anibal David Cabrera joining me on tonight's show. Um, we now want to get into the Xi Jinping Olympics, uh, or as some people want to call it, the Beijing Winter Olympics. I um, call it the Winnie the Pooh Olympics. I think that why? is a, because he does not like the character Winnie the Pooh. And so what he's. Who do- doesn't like Winnie the Pooh? Uh, the, the supreme leader of China does not like Winnie the Pooh. And That's he's, how you know he's a horrible person. And he's actually gotten uh, people arrested for, because uh, they, what they used to do, instead of saying his name on the internet, they would just say Winnie the Pooh. Oh, funny. Because <laughs> he kind of looks like it, so it's really funny. But yeah. Yeah, here, we, as of right now, Nancy Pelosi, I don't know if you're allowed, if I'm allowed to talk. Are we allowed to talk about China right now with Olympics? Because she uh, told no. us not to talk about it. I know. We're going to get deplatformed. De- <sighs> it was bound but to happen. Our, our episodes are going to get demonetized. <laughs> I would love for them to Although be monetized. We, I know. <laughs> we, we'd have to get monetized first before we could get demonetized. You, uh, you all been duping me on something here for a while? <laughs> Did we you, just say I need money uh, for a campaign Scott, here? Scott, you've never cashed the check that we gave you, so you <laughs> We were wondering we were wondering why those checks were just sitting there. You oh, know. no, they would have got cash real quick. <laughs> but we all knew this was coming. I mean, <laughs> I have a pain in the butt campaign treasure. Oh, I'm not surprised. Trust me, it would. Yeah, that, that, guy, that guy is a horrible person. So bad. Can't focus. Can't focus. I think he's brown. I don't know. <laughs> This show is just probably really, it shows in his work ethic. Oh yeah, he's always like it's 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 bad. It's bad. I don't know. You should fire him. So, <sighs> getting back to the <laughs> Xi Jinping Olympics, uh, I mean, again, I mean, we know obviously the world political elite are corrupt. They're corrupt to no end. Uh, I mean, we see it every day with the United Nations. I mean, is anyone really surprised about what's happening? I mean, they're literally they're trying to arrest. Uh, journalists on the street, you in, know, during live broadcasting. Yeah, in the middle of a live broadcast. <laughs> that is classic. I, I mean, phenomenal. that is that is classic. That's, that's First classic. Of all, communism. As I said, can we hold it at least in a city where it snows? Oh, is that happening? I don't. I'm not so paying attention. What, at what all. they've had to. I, we're, we're not kind of paying attention either. We're kind of boycotting these as well. We didn't watch the opening. Our household are fanatics when it comes to the Olympics, and we chose not to watch anything this cycle yeah. because I just I don't feel it's appropriate. I, I know what's going on in the, some parts of that country. I we have friends that still live there that are trying to that are trying to slowly move their assets out of the country, and it's just it's sad to see what's happening. So I just I don't want to watch it. And the news reports are like going crazy right now. Like some athletes have been in quarantine for two weeks now. Some of them haven't seen anyone. They're getting negative tests. They're getting positive tests and negative tests. Like it's 
a it's a mess. And then they're it having is. to ship sand, uh, not sand, uh, snow into these venues, which is now causing problems because the athletes are not used to playing in in synthetic snow. Right. And it's causing huge problems. So this is just a mess. And I'm it, it couldn't have happened to a worse country. I I was in China, spent a lot of time in China um, back in the 90s um, when I was purchasing seafood and shrimp over there. And it is an amazing country. Um, it What would normally take us a one-hour car trip over here, some of the places over there are so remote, the roads, you, you still have oxen cart. Oh. It took six, seven hours. But I will say this. And, and I know it, you know, we hear it a lot, but the people that I met there, the people, the citizens, they, they are no happier about what goes on there than anyone else. And they, I've also heard, they, though, that being there, you don't quite feel the oppression you don't quite see it or feel it uh i mean it feels like you're you're in just any other country um you know at least based on some of the business people i've talked to you know they say of course it's a beautiful country um yeah. and you know but it's it's not what you would expect it to be based on everything that we know is actually going it's, on it's changed the business end of it has changed quite a bit since the change of hong kong mm. Um, everything used to run through there based out of there and, and we see what's happening there. But, um, it was, I mean, it, when I was there again, it was in the nineties. It, it was, there were beautiful parts of that country yeah. and, um, the people were amazingly friendly. I mean, I've been to France where they, the people are not friendly yeah. to, to Americans. Yep. Um, and it's just, uh. It, it it was a different different world, different culture. Yeah, the 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 new leader who was trying to make himself as as the dictator, honestly, what with him rewriting the the constitution there has really changed the the atmosphere of how that country was run, how those people have treated themselves, and now you're you're really seeing the the the. The chickens come to roost when it comes to their manipulation, when it comes to the demographics, their manipulation, when it comes to the financials, the, the demographic, the, the manipulation of just feeding their people. I mean, it's, it's, it's become outrageous how Ma bad it's Mao gotten. Mm -hmm. That's where you're back. Yeah, and you're you're back there. So now we're gonna see what does the world look like when China is no longer the the manufacturing hub of the world. I mean, we're we're right. we're basically going back to where, where the Which country, is where the world was forty United years States. ago. Hmm? It's also thanks to the United States that they became that. Yeah, the only reason why this is in, in any way, shape, or form is because we allowed them to join the WHO, right. which is another stupid UN organization See that ya. went completely out of hand. And now you're seeing the, the ramifications of it. So now right. people, again, and I say this all the time, the West and some other nations had 100, 200 years to develop. And it was a slow develop. China developed in 30 years. And yeah, that's nice. And it's shiny and it, it looks all pretty. But that's that's not how you sustain an economy. And right. so now you see what happened with Japan. Japan had the same kind of thing. It, it blew up. But this it, is why, this is why, again, you create, there's, there's, there's so much skepticism around, you know, not, you know, not to kind of bring in COVID as a whole different topic, but this is why, you know. <laughs> 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 it blew up twice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, 
Why would you have this person represent your campaign in, in any way? It just <laughs> blew up. <laughs> she didn't let me finish that my just, statement. I had to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Japan's economy blew up <laughs> 30 years ago, and they were still dealing with a three-cent three decade. For those fam- fam- more than 30 years ago. But, for those you know. families That's, and people no, involved in World War II. What happened in the four, late we, 40s? We, for those of, involved in World War II, we do apologize for Nebel and his insensitivity collapse. to the people of, of the Japan. Late, of the late 90s. <laughs> I'm not talking about... Oh my god! I can't breathe. All right, so but back to the topic. Scott so, Levinson is no longer running for county commissioner with this. We're now well over two years old with this with this COVID stuff. Uh, you know, while uh, we allow Nebel to gather his himself. Why would we hold an Olympics in, in the country where it originated? You know, it, 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 again, if they were truly that concerned over the global impact of COVID. Because it's they have like, the best lockdown in the world. No, if you've Just seen the, if you've seen the movie, I know the people have yeah. been protesting it. If you have seen the movie Mulan, you'll understand <laughs> that there is honor that needs to be taken place when it comes to the Chinese culture, and there was no way that they were going to allow the Olympics not to go any way form going forward. Now, that's great. You you wanted to go through, let you can go through it, but it's going to be a shit show the entire time. The athletes are all complaining. The media is getting sequestered and people are watching on TV and like what on earth is going on there? Yeah. And so and that's the thing, that's the ramification. They want to go through it, they can go through well, it. After it was such a horrible display 2 years ago when there was nobody in the stands, yeah. there was nobody at these games. But, there was but, but you have a, a government that spent, I think, like ten, like five or ten trillion billion dollars on infrastructure and everything in, in Tokyo for the Japanese government, and they got walloped in the in the recent election. So they really got played on that. But they had they had already waited one year, hoping that things would slow down. Nothing slowed down, and you you had to have the Olympics, the Summer Olympics. It had I, to get done. I watched. A re- you didn't have to. I mean, there's we've just, skipped some. There's too much. We've only skipped it for like World War Two. <laughs> But I think a global pandemic skipped might what? have been a good time to skip one. We did. No, they just pushed, we it, pushed back. it back. That's not skipping it. Hey, wait, guys, we boycotted the the Moscow Olympics. We yeah, but we didn't either. boycott the Munich Olympics. Why would we have boycotted the Munich? That was because Hitler was in power. Not well, yes, Hitler was in power during those. Oh, Olympics. you're talking back in Jesse Owens' days. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking the '72. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. That's okay. also that was also the cold, during the height of the Cold War. Or do you want to say that we're part? We're well, that was that the whole now? Israeli weightlifting team and uh. and the tragedy with that. But um, I, I just holding the it, it just it. I wa- honestly, I watched the we- reruns of the Westminster dog show last night <laughs> instead of the Olympics. But that's the thing. It's like, I really are, did. It's like, what are we, what is the IOC doing? I mean, they gave, they had Russia host and now they have China host. I mean, what, are, I mean, again, it's like, I, I mean, is the corruption truly that oh, bad to where it's, I mean, does FIFA have a corruption problem? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Does the NFL have a corruption problem? No, no. Yeah. No, no, no. just ask them. No, <laughs> They, they're next, great. You're great people. Yeah. Just ask them. Next thing you know, the NBA is going to be having their championship games in China. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. That's um, coming, by the way. I wouldn't be surprised. I will say this. I think now when it comes to the long, it takes 
almost a decade to get yourself ready for the Olympics. So you can't just cancel it and give it to someone else Dude, unless you're Denver. Exactly. <laughs> we'll take that in a heartbeat. So that can be done. But I think in the future, the uh, the IOC is going to have to make a better decision upon this. But at the end of the day, the IOC is probably paid off extremely well by the Chinese government. Well, they're also saying that they're they're going to try they're going to stop giving it to countries that can't truly financially uh, and infrastructurally, you're going to tell China the that they can't financially or, or no, organize this. China would obviously be an exception. I'm saying other countries that again don't have the infrastructure or the resources to host, you know, to host an Olympics. You know, but then again, it's so severely, won't be in Trinidad or Tobago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So it's going to severely limit who can host. But I think that's the way it should be. I mean, especially when a lot of these countries, like we saw in Brazil, are severely neglecting their people and, in many cases, displacing hundreds, thousands of people to create these uh, the these sports uh, infrastructures, these sports venues that go unused for decades. Matter. It doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Because if Saudi Arabia and another majority Muslim country can chair the women's rights league of the un and no one have a problem with that yeah then you know what it's never going to happen the ioc is always going to give it to countries that they feel that can make the olympics happen because that's the point of the olympics right committee and if they and if it's like oman um having the fifa world cup in the middle of summer are you crazy right. Guys. do you know how many that's the second largest <laughs> yeah. slave organization I mean, in we, the middle east right now it's you, basically right there with the pyramids you brought up one of the biggest oxymorons we live under and that's united <laughs> nations <laughs> oh i have my own place about I that i mean that's just yeah <laughs> The well, UN hasn't paid a parking ticket in over two decades, and that's becoming a problem. Those people have so much arrogance. It's absolutely If I was the city of New York, I would tax the heck out of them. Why? You have then, all the dignitaries and UN and world leaders coming yeah, to Where your else city are they going to go? To the most democratic part of the country. Exactly. They, but I'd tax the hell out of them. I'd never find the hell out of they're them. Never do that. And that way, in, and, then you, and then you put that money towards their horrific subway system which continues to have you know catastrophic issues but yeah it's the most expensive in the, yeah. country, in the country all right let's go ahead and uh, bring it back home everybody as we our final topic uh, gets it back at least to uh, our hemisphere uh, Johnny Torres thank you so much for watching the yard sign Scott Levinson and Nebel David Cabrera joining me on tonight's show and uh, as we uh, bring in tonight's final topic we're looking at uh, what's happening uh, just north of us uh, in America's hat if you will uh, Canada, of course, experiencing the truck convoy uh, as Justin Trudeau continues to hide out in the bunker, allegedly recovering from uh, COVID. Um, it is uh, uh, GoFundMe within a matter of, I think, about 48 hours uh, it committed one of the biggest uh, blunders that they've done, uh, well, since the summer of BLM, and uh, only they got away with it back then. Uh, this time, they tried to cut off the nine, almost $10 million dollars that had been raised for the trucker convoy in Canada. And they were claiming that they were going to redistribute those funds to nonprofits of their choice. Uh, how convenient. Luckily, uh, we have some common sense governors here in the state of Florida and in the United States where GoFundMe is based out of who threatened them with investigations into fraud um, because of these practices. And so GoFundMe quickly uh, reverse course and said that they would then refund anybody who had uh, donated money to the trucker convoy um, because they did not want to be associated with a 
pretty much entirely peaceful protests, um, contrary to BLM, where again, a lot of those devolved into riots throughout the country uh, last summer. So, you know, laying down the kind of groundwork for that, I mean, we're continuing to see these tech overlords, which, you know, I mean, I, when I talk about our podcast, it's slightly tongue in cheek, but the truth is, is again, these guys could have legitimately shut down that entire protest, mm-hmm. um, you know, with, with one, one decision, you know, which was to, to take all their funding. Now, obviously, yes, it's illegal to, to raise funds under one premise and then use it for another. And if it was, that was the issue that I could understand them having a problem with it. Yeah. But that wasn't what was happening. They had actually released a million dollars to the organization. And they right. said, and originally the excuse was, the reason why we're holding the funds right now is because we, it's one, it's, that's an actual a ridiculous amount of money that was raised in, I think, in less than a week. Yep. So that they wanted a, a plan and a budget to where the funds were going. But Just, they were also claiming that it had become a violent protest. But which that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That was the original excuse for why they were holding the money. And yeah. the trucker organization, okay, no, that makes sense. We'll send you our information. We'll, we'll get you with our treasurers and everyone else bankers to go forward and then it came about that the because of the police department in the capital city in canada was saying that they were causing so many problems and violence and causing disruptions that that money should go back to the city to pay for the the what's happening on the street right and then you went into then they went into to defense mode at the company and they were like, okay no we're not going to give it to them we're going to give it to a charity of their choosing they can choose a charity but we're not going to give it to truckers and then that's when everything just blew the hell up right and governors in florida uh, governors in uh, florida and other states were like we're going to sue you because you can't do this you are this is false literally this is illegal what you're doing and right. if you go through with it you're, it's going to all fall apart and so this is for me i think it was all about the money and about blm blah 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 but i think it was about the money why would they want because if they give you a refund they don't get the service I, charge oh no i think it was all about the fraud investigation i think it was because of them i think they wanted the money because it was almost like i think it was like four hundred thousand. Well, they did want the money Absolutely. that they were going to get for fees alone yeah and so like, no we're not gonna we're not gonna refund everyone back we're just gonna give it to another charity and we're gonna take the fee and then they got pushback from the governors and from the the ags and that's what pushed them to say we'll just refund everyone and this allowed for that other company do you remember the name of the other like GoFundMe company, I don't either. But but it goes but back were to the able, larger. But they raised simple. It's, I know, but that like, new company has raised four million dollars in the span of like a day. Right. Yes. So, but, but this is on the heels of also Facebook eliminating all the trucker convoy yeah. groups off of Facebook. I mean, again, you have these tech giants, these tech overlords, dictating exactly. You know what they deem is right and wrong in this country when that's not the rules we play by. Who would be? Who would have expected that Facebook is manipulating people's decisions and organizations? And this is actually the first quarter that Facebook has lost population growth. Now, duration on the on the page has increased, but the population growth has decreased in Facebook's history. Yeah, which is again, you guys are the daily visitors. You guys is, yeah, is the number that decreased. You guys are you guys are making things so much difficult. Why did you not t- take down the? How ISIS still has a Twitter account? I have no idea. Right. And like, then, this but, is the hypocrisy that people don't understand. But then you go over to YouTube and Dan Bongino can't say that cloth masks are useless. Okay. Because that was the reason apparently that they used give to go f- to um, uh, give to go is the organization. There you go. 
Dan Bongino claimed that the cloth masks were useless and supposedly that was why he was deplatformed from YouTube. Uh, but then at the same time, I mean, again, you have these nefarious organizations, Antifa and other words and others that go out there, cause actual violence and harm, BLM included in that. And, and again, they see no repercussions for any of their actions. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're essentially usurping what is not only our, our civil rights, um, but also, um, you know, the, the laws that we live under. The government's here to make sure that it's, a, it's an equal levy, level field. That's what the government should be yeah. doing. And the fact that it took, the, it took governors what, the, what the, gover- the federal government should be doing to push back on this. Because the money probably from the, of course, money from the states went up to Canada. First of all, I am so, how pissed off must Canadians be to be protesting? I have never, <laughs> I have a story and Johnny, Johnny knows the story of a time that I was in South America, I was in South Africa for a missions trip and we had a Canadian on the mission trip and I, for the life of me, I wasn't, I was like in middle school for the life of me. I wanted to see if I could get a Canadian to curse and that was my mission on this missions trip and it took four days of the mission within the mission within the mission of four days of sleep deprivation to get her to snap it wasn't even me that made her snap it was like someone asking her for something at like seven o'clock at night and she went off and walked away into the bush and like a few hours later she came back thank god but uh but i was like it takes forever to get canadians pissed yeah wait wait <laughs> she walked off into the bush well we're in we're in africa so now do either one of us <laughs> Do either one of us believe he was not in the bush? No, no. Yeah, we were in Cougar National, and we were there. We did a whole re, re, uh, we <laughs> we did a, a re dig a well, no, build a church. No, we did a recreation of the Lion King in the morning <laughs> when <laughs> the sun was coming up. You oh, grabbed someone's poor little tabby. No, cat, I didn't grab you? someone. I we had uh, we were working with an orphanage, and I lifted one of the kids up into the air. Oh, <laughs> with God. the. Well, that's a lot more classy than my venture. To, I mean, I spent 45 days on the Serengeti when I was a, a 10 year or 10, 11 year old with my family on a hunting safari. Yeah. So his was probably a little more uh, giving. Yeah. But, uh, you know, again, you know, going back to, you know, where, where does this stop? I mean, again, I'm one for small government, but at some point, I think, you know, that these tech companies, they either have to be told this is who you can and can't deplatform. You know, they have to be given the guidelines under which they make these decisions, or it's only going to continue to get worse. They have to be allowed to be sued. Why That's what has they, to happen. Why you have they, to allow this to be litigated into into oblivion. Why can they do it with TV and radio? Mm-hmm. Because that, they because the airwaves over which they transmit are technically owned by the government. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so the the, ra- but, uh, the radio, you know, the radio airwaves, the the cable, the the over the air, uh, you know, they they all lease those airwaves and the, those frequencies. Well, if from you're the going government. to say that, and I don't want to get in deep, and I'm just and telling all you that's that, what it but is. Yeah. if we're going to accept, okay, they are owned by the government, we go back to the government and the constitution, then something owned by the government should be more prone to be freedom of speech, the well, First Amendment. That's but why yet some we're people, not. That's why some people say that. They should be regulated like utility companies. 
You that's know? going too far, though. I think that's going too far. I think us changing, I don't remember the code um, in regards to changing them from a, a blanket to where they have no recourse. Platform to publishers. Yes. That changing them to publishers is what really needs to happen. And then there's a lot more accountability in, in regards to that. But this is a, a pure example of how the tyrannical... Um, um, those executive, those liberal executives are making decisions that they were perfectly fine allowing happen a year and a half ago during right. the riots and during entire entire breakdowns of civilization into society in this country, and they were perfectly fi fine allowing for GoFundMe to bail out criminals, GoFundMe to to pay for um, unoccupied areas. I mean, that's what. Right. They, and you know what? This that's is the a, biggest problem: is the hypocrisy yeah. of how they implement their policies. Have you ever been deplatformed, kicked off? Um, no, I think I was like, uh, like suspended, su like quasi suspended what for about, like, what about for you? like a week? Oh, no, I've never been suspended. Yeah, I haven't, which means we're not trying hard enough. Honestly, yeah. I'm not trying. Yeah, I mean, but it's, I, it, my things are champagne problems. They're not going to get kicked. I'm not going to get kicked off of the platform. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't but believe this is you the problem. should be able to threaten anyone. Right. But there are people who have been deplatformed and I've seen it even, I've mm -hmm. seen even liberal friends of mine who have been suspended uh, or deplatformed yeah, because, yeah. you know, people will accuse them of harassment or accuse them, you know, they'll report their accounts and that sort of thing. Uh, but the, the thing is, is that especially right now, when you're not allowed to question the CDC, you're not allowed to question the White House, you're not allowed to question, you know, what's happening in regard to something like COVID. Okay, again, people have been deplatformed, people have been suspended, people have been, you know, uh, the Trump, you know, look at the president, you know, President Trump, again, has, is they, they almost completely, you know, took him off ent entirely from social media. It's like, you know, and, and again, who gives them that right to do it? I, I don't want this to happen, but I want him to become president. I want him to run and become president again, just so that Twitter has to explain why they're not letting the president of the United States back onto sure. the platform. But they, they suspended his account, his account when, while I think, no, was I think it, it was, while he was still president? No, I think it was right, right after, right after he was no longer I know president. it was close to. Yeah. yeah. And, and he was, he said something ridiculous and they, they're like, okay, this is it. But again, this is, and this is what pisses off the country. You're not playing fair. You're not being fair when it comes to what you do on your platform. And you know what? Odds are the same thing that happened with Robin Hood when they weren't playing fair with their base. Now GoFundMe has done the same thing and you're going to find other people and other organizations and other companies that will come up like, well, give, send, go. It's a, it's very simple. It's probably going to copy completely what it's going to do. And you know what? They're probably going to be a very profitable company for a very long time because they were willing to take the heat. And again, you cannot go one way or the other. That just tells us the bias that you have. And I agree with Jonathan. The fact that at one point of time you couldn't talk about cloth mass being uh, a preventable or not, or saying that the 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 vaccine didn't the, the what saying that the vaccine didn't prevent. Uh, you getting a COVID was you get kicked off platforms, right? And now we all know that the 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 vaccine was never designed yeah. to stop you from getting it. It just it just prevented you from getting a severe case and getting hospitalized. Right. Why is that so difficult to communicate? Especially when the science isn't firm on it. Oh my god! The science has been evolving, and we get that, but they won't even admit to that. Oh my! They just keep moving the goalposts and think nobody's noticing. Com when and Fauci has lied multiple times. He says it. Oh, I said it. I said uh, we didn't need to get masks because I didn't want there to be a run on masks. That's not your job. Yeah. Your job isn't to tell me what I should think. Your job is to tell me the truth, and that's the problem. And then he lies right. about other things. He. 
And I can't wait. And now you're hearing well, it. Well, they lied, they lied about the origin. But now you're hearing the. Now you're starting to hear the the it percolate about the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. And how how much responsibility he has for the millions of people that died because of misinformation. Right. The fact that he was spreading misinformation about the AIDS epidemic, saying that it was going to wipe out one out, one out of five heterosexual men. Right. In the country. That's what he said it was going to do. So instead of the testing and the research and going to the appropriate populations and communities that AIDS was affecting, everyone was getting the, the hysteria and it caused multiple people and the suffering. So it's, it's the electorate. When you get brought down because of sex scandal, not because of the 50,000 elderly people that died in, 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 um, in long-term healthcare facilities, I don't know, I don't know what to say. It's, this is the right. fact that the fact that he not only still has a job, but it still has any kind of medical credentials is appalling. Um, but, uh, I'm sure it's not going to be the end of that. So thank you no. everybody for watching the yard sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Uh, I feel bad. We had uh, Hector here in our clubhouse room. Uh, let's see, Hector, you there, Hector. Oh, he's got himself muted. Um, but, uh, thank you everybody. Oh, there we go. You there. Mm. Can't hear him for some reason. Hello. There we hey. go. Hey. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, sir. I'm good, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, here, here's my opinion on the whole uh, cancel culture slash, you know, CNN thing. Uh, you know, it's just that people got tired of it, I think. People got tired of, you know, even, for example, comedy. Look at comedy. You think Louis C.K. could get away with the stuff he was getting away with back in 2010? Do you think, uh, I don't know, Artie Lang, if you listen to Artie Lang's records from 2009, 2010, you think you get away with all those jokes? Yeah, well, that's the thing. The co comedy is actually kind of the last line. That's yeah. the last line of, of defense for, for free speech. I mean, you know, and, and, and kudos to those guys, you know, for not taking political sides on this, you know, because they could easily sit back and, and just kind of let it play out, being that they're mostly liberal. Um, but they also know that this is their livelihood, and, and an attack on free speech is an attack on their on their art, on their craft. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, I want to go back to a little bit to uh, kind of the beginning of the show when Mr. Levinson was talking about, uh, you know, access, uh, access to parks and things of that nature, dealing with uh, Julian B. Lane Park. Well, the thing with Julian B. Lane Park was that that's kind of whitewashing basically the biggest stain on city on the history of the city of the history of the government of the city of Tampa because what was there before Julian B. Lane Park? Central Avenue. That was the center of the African American community in Tampa. What happened then was that they said, hey, we're gonna have two seventy five come through Tampa. What did they decide? The the community they chose to, you know, pave out of existence was Central Park. The city of Tampa along with the county basically began a forced migration operation, which is how Progress Village came to be. Yep. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the facts are there. I mean, so... Hector, uh, you're, you're, you're very right. I was, I was very involved in the uh, uh, development of building of the, the, foot, the original football fields in Progress Village. But if, if we all agree history repeats itself, 
you know, redistricting what they did to Gwen Myers is just the mm-hmm. beginning of it. They're getting ready to do it again. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you how could you not? After they raised all the affordable housing that was there on the north side of 275, now Ebor, everything they're they're just now raising all of that, but obviously it's been shut down and empty now for about 3-4 years. Yeah. You know, because they were all waiting for the big payday from the raise, thinking that the stadium was going to be coming in, which might actually do. It still might happen. Um but again, it it it's taken and What's even crazier is that the people behind these decisions will continue to get elected time and time again. Well, and Hector's right. The fallacy was we're going to build this beautiful park for for your community. The problem, Hector, is like you said, they move the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and even those, I'm sure those those homes right across the street aren't going to be there much longer. It's only a matter of oh, time no, before those no, entire. No, because here's what I think also is going on with you know city with, with your elected officials, especially in city government. They don't realize that in spirit, T- Tampa. All right, is is a uh, you know I, taking a, a phrase from both of those clan is a ham and egger kind of town. This is this isn't you know. A Miami. This isn't a Fort Lauderdale. This isn't a West Palm Beach. This is even even isn't even Orlando. This is Tampa. It's more middle class. It's more working class. I mean, we're a you know, front look at the figures that community. came. Look, look at the people that came out. The famous people that came out of this community: Hulk Hogan, Wade Boggs, Fred McGriff. Um, you know, we have Al Lopez. Al Lopez. You know, we don't have Lupinella for Christ's sake. Um, Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield. Yeah. Let's just start naming uh, it, it, yeah. it feels like they're trying to make the city into like a Miami. Into exactly. Of a they're South trying to make Florida that's what I've been saying for the past all these elected years. officials. That's what they all aspire. That's what I, they all want I to build. Love, they want all these white concrete condominiums towers to be built. Oh, of course. Right I, off the shore of where uh, where yeah. Blake High School is. Because I saw that. That like, represents success. I'm like, what so that, on earth are you thinking allowing that to be built on Bayshore? Or not Bayshore. Blake? No, I'm Blake. I love that analogy, though. Ham and Egger. Yeah. I call it, and, and that's better than what I, I call it a front porch community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what we are. And, but it goes back to what I said about the, the 1%. 1% of our county is dictating to the rest of us because mm-hmm. we have yet to wake up and realize we have a voice. Absolutely. I've been saying that to a lot of the Hispanic community because, you know, right now, there's no Hispanics on county in the county commission. Mm-hmm. There's one Hispanic in city council in the city of Tampa. Plant City, I don't think there's any anyone, you know, in a senior position within the city of Plant City that's of Hispanic origin, yet Plant City, without the Mexican and the Central Americans that have migrated there for decades, it wouldn't be what it is today. So, you know, and uh, so that's what I tell them whenever I do voter registration drives. Like, oh, yeah. You should register and vote because we have got a term that one third of the county population that's constituted by Hispanics into political power. Otherwise, we're just wasting our time. Yeah, yeah. you have a lot of people in this county that really want to build out and like they they want to urbanize and i understand the one the desire to urbanize and i understand the desire for development and everything else and there's smart development and if i had any faith in the in the and the 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 committees and the councils that are supposed to approve the build outs that they were that they were approving and they would actually require 
trees to be in the line and they would and they wouldn't be able to kill certain kinds of tree and they they would actually do what they were supposed to do which was would be to add would be to to say no to these architectural plans and give us something that's actually working then yeah i could understand it but they're not doing it they're just agreeing to anything and everything and i'm not going to say that it's, it's a corruption thing i don't think so i just think they want the development just because they want the development and that's going to cause huge problems that later in on. itself is a corruption yeah. thing though of course. Why else is Ken Hagen pushing so hard for this stadium to be built in Ybor City? Well, I want my house to increase in value, and we live close to Ybor City, so we'll go to every... If they put that stadium... And Laura and I have already talked about it. If they put that stadium in Ybor City, we're buying season tickets. Guys, <laughs> guys, how, how, many, how many of you out there and sitting here have used the streetcars through Ybor? Oh, for for recreational purposes or for transportation purposes? Transportation. <sighs> maybe, None. Maybe four times in my no, life. but we just spent how many million on it? Oh, yeah. Ugh. No, I know. the go Governor Scott, right before, as, literally as he was stepping out the door, gave Hart, I think it was $2 million. And what did they decide to do with those $2 million? Free rides. Free rides for everybody. So, so that's now, what they did with So $2 now they can say that, look, our ridership has increased. Yeah. Hey, of course, don't get me it's wrong. free. I've been on it. I've been on it since since then. Look, all the And people, the ridership, yeah, it's free. It's and so it's packed. And and so whether you're talking about a boat parade or Gasparilla or you know, or you know, or, or even concerts at the at the arena, people are using it, but of course they're gonna use it because it's free. All the people that live around Ebor City that can't afford to go see a play at the Straz can mm -hmm. take the streetcar and go stand outside and wave to all the people that The streetcar doesn't even go to the Straz. You also, no, it they, they also it, that's built, my point, guys. They built a system. That's the point. They built a transportation system. They built system a system that goes not, to one way. That's not closed. It's that's a not a closed system. It's a tourist attraction. It goes to Venicville. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, now it does. I mean. Before, it, there was a Venicville. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. It's not even a closed system. It's just up. It's like it's through and out. And like, now I, they're wanting I to expand it back up I north have to. I no idea how they're going to gonna expand it. Works. It's going to have to like go weave and wave and everything around there. I could, I would be more willing to put money behind that, <laughs> at least close the system somehow, yeah. and then figure out a way to go there. But don't lie to me. Don't tell me it's moving people. It's commuting. Someone used commuting. I'm like, you are a liar. Nobody's using it to commute. To commute. Yeah. A liar. Yeah. All right, everybody. On that note, thank you to Hector Gonzalez who joined us via Clubhouse. Uh, don't forget, we do uh, put our Clubhouse room live every Monday night around 7 o'clock as we do the show. Uh, so you can join us there. You can follow me, Johnny Torres, on there. Um, also, uh, don't forget, if you missed any of the show, you can catch the video version on YouTube or Facebook. And then you can catch the audio version of our podcast at any of the tech overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and Samsung podcast platforms. Our numbers for the audio version of the podcast are phenomenal. I think we are now back up into number one into the one twenties in hey, terms of downloads. Look at that uh, podcast in the country, in you know, spite of what you tried to do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting the conversation to go in the way they did. However, Scott, what is your one last thing? Oh my god, my last thought is, and I don't know why this has been in my crawl lately, but. No new taxes. Ooh. We are bringing in more tax revenue to Hillsborough County than we ever have in history. I didn't say read my lips. <laughs> okay, Papa But Bush. I am looking at you and I am saying, I will say it now and I will say it then. No new 
taxes, stop the waste, stop the stupidity, no new taxes. I like it. All right. Uh, while uh, Nebel uh, prepares to um, be uh, uh, ex- express his traitorship uh, for the motherland of the United Kingdom, <laughs> um, I want to go ahead and uh, just say that uh, lately I've been watching what's going on with all this crypto stuff. Obviously, still volatile, um, but there still. was an interesting story. Uh, two interesting stories. One, Apple investing a ton of money into cryptocurrencies, uh, NFT, and the metaverse. Um, so. Uh, you know, there's going to be some longevity there. Uh, the other being that a family who recently cashed out on a lot of uh, their Bitcoin investment or cryptocurrency investment uh, has uh, since left the United States and moved to Portugal, where they have a zero percent tax on cryptocurrency. And so, again, are uh, they conservatives? And I do mean, you have their phone? If number? they are, if they are moving, if they're moving to I Portugal think, to avoid ta- taxes, their tax liability was in the in the seven figures. It, it, I remember reading the story. It made yeah. sense for them to move. Sure. Uh, we lost. Who was the who was the other founder of uh, Facebook? Uh, the Brazilian kid. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't remember his name. He I, uh, he sold his stock and moved to Singapore because right. of the the tax implications. Yeah. So again, it makes sense if you don't want to take that much of. I it, think it once sense. you hit a certain bracket, it's it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. The it's United like, States it's doesn't like, make any it, sense anymore. Well, it's a very high bracket. Right. For you to get sure. there. Sure. No, of course. Yeah. There are very few countries that you, you, know, you can move well, to. Well, I guess we won't be worrying about that. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> not here. All right. On behalf of Anibal, David Cabrera, I don't Scott Levinson. I don't get my one last thing. That's, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. Go ahead. Go ahead, trader. Red coat. <laughs> Come on, bring it on. So I would love, I don't know why you're being so hostile to me, Jonathan Torres. I got your red coat in the back. Go ahead. It's not that big of a deal. Anyways, my final one last thing is to congratulate Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, celebrating her 70th anniversary of ruling her her population. It's been a long ride. I think she's doing a great job. I have, I I love what she does. I love what she's done with the place. Um, I would love for her to rule for 70 more years, but we all know that's probably not going to happen. But again, I think it's been a great run, and she's done a great job. And she also allowed for Camilla to be considered uh, as Queen Consort when she does pass away. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; I'm not. I'm not crazy about I get Camilla. Her myself. Mrs. Doubtfire confused. I'm not crazy about Camilla, <laughs> but I will say that uh, she has proven herself to be a servant of the people. And if you guys can take your, uh, your who did Harry marry? Sounds like a sitcom. Who did Harry oh, marry? Meghan Markle. Yes. Oh. Well, if you could take that hoe back to the the, the UK, what? that'd be perfectly fine. Wow. Oh my God, Jesus. Wow. I don't care. Home record. Wow. Home record. The comments expressed, Swinging for the the comments expressed are not necessarily that of the management that, or the guy running for office. She is the pure example of the Yoko Ono of the 21st century oh, royal family. Nice. She has broken up wow. that friendship and that she needs, I'm sorry, history will look down and frown upon her. See, Lindsay and I appreciate that reference because we've been watching the Get Back documentary on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. Oh, uh, oh it's, if you're a Beatles fan, it's a great documentary. Well, some if, of us if, were around to actually hear their news. If you're not, it out. is just like any other Peter Jackson project. It is way too long, but <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I watched the Janet yeah. Jackson one. That was pretty cool. I did not see that. that I don't. Cool. Uh, I don't have a red pashmina, Kim. I, I apologize. No, you have a red coat. I don't. Ha- I Trader. don't like the color red. I, as a Republican and a conservative, you would think I would like the color red. I don't like the color red. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a blue guy. 
And on that note, thank you so much for watching The Yard Sign, everybody. We'll be back Monday night, 7 o'clock. Um, it's Scott Levinson at votescottlevinson.com. All right? No. Make sure you visit the website. No. Make no. a donation. Vote. I said votescottlevinson.com. No. Oh. It's vote, vote for. No, it's votelevinson.com. Uh, oh. It's an evil's fault. How is it my fault? Votelevinson.com. How is well, that would explain the donations. <laughs> 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 I, I would no, say we'd no, fix it in post, but are, that would imply that we have post-production. We're which not we moving in that direction. So, oh, my gosh. All right. Unable David Cabrera will likely be back for next week. Uh, thank you to him, as always, though, for being on the show. I'm Johnny Torres. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bah, 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 bah.